Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we're going to be talking about your spending and about spending in alignment. So first, let's kick off by talking about cars. Okay, so I drive a used 2014 Ford Focus with 115,000 miles on it. And about to be more because we are um, this week headed off to Colorado. We're driving. We're bringing the pups along um, with two of our best friends. We're going to see some of our other best friends out there. It's going to be such a great trip. So we're going to be putting more miles on it very shortly. But so for this car, I bought it almost four years ago. I bought it like, I don't know, gently used. Is that the phrase? With like 30,000 miles on it, I bought the car for about $13,000. I ended up paying off um, the car first before I started paying off my student loans. So I had car debt and student loans. That was the total debt when I became debt-free and paid off $36,000 in 18 months. Part of that was my car loan. Part of that was student loans. I paid my car loan off first because it had a higher interest rate than my student loans. Um, I I believe it was like 9% that it was. Uh, It might have even honestly been higher. I tried like Googling it, but I used my college email that I don't have anymore. So I don't, I'd have to dig for that information. But anyway, um, so I paid the car loan off like seven months after buying the car. So since then, for the past four years, I've had no car payment and have never had a problem with this car. It has never had a problem. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. It's never had a problem. The only money that I have spent on this car is very normal car maintenance, like oil changes, tire rotations, uh, new tires, all of that stuff. Okay. And obviously gas money. Um, Side note, if you do not use Get Upside, it's my favorite app to save money on gas. Use it. Use my code Chloe2457. Get you seven bucks free. But anyway, um, that will, I save like four bucks every time I fill up, two to four dollars every single time I fill up with gas. So get it. Anyway, that is the only money I've spent on this car. And I love, I love this car. I love this car. And partially, I will say it was such an upgrade getting this car. It was such an upgrade getting this Ford Focus for me because I drove in high school a hand-me-down truck that had about, it got like about eight miles a gallon and I paid for my own gas. So it was brutal driving that thing um, around and (laughs) paying for that. It was quite a responsibility and it was always breaking down. It was always breaking down. 
I um, had the the jumper cables in my car at all times because it was kind of like hit or miss if it was going to start. And so the the truck that I drove, the windows like sometimes rolled down, sometimes didn't. The the radio didn't work. The uh, it couldn't go over like forty miles an hour. It, it just like really there was no air and no um, heat, no AC, no heat. So when I went from that car, then I got a Sunfire. And if you don't know what a Sunfire is, it was two doors. Again, windows did not work. You'd have to put your hands on the windows to pull them down. It did not have uh, heat. It did have AC, but the AC was like not really cold. It was like like kind of a, a neutral breeze. The radio did not work. Um, also broke down quite a bit. But anyway, so then I went from the truck to the Sunfire to getting a Ford Focus. I was like bow down. This is Beyonce coming through. I felt like a complete queen. The Ford Focus has heated seats. It has a backup camera. It has a radio that works. I mean, it was, it has a sunroof. Like it was everything to me. It still is. I love this car. And it's so funny because we will, our friends give us a hard time for this car all the time because out of probably all of our friends, we drive the, the work, I don't want to say worst car, but like the least fancy car, like the least fancy car out of all of our friends. Um, a lot of the people like in our, um, apartment building that we live in, you know, we all park in the same parking garage and there's really nice cars. And then there's like our little Ford Focus. And, um, and and here's the thing. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I do not plan, we do not plan at all on getting a new car anytime soon. And so Shay and I now share this car because when he, when we moved to Kansas city, we knew we were moving right down to in the city and we really didn't need two cars. I was working from home. So we sold his car when we moved down here. We're one car household and we love it. We also love that. That was a great move. He sold that car, used it to, you know, use the money to pay off debt. And now we just, we just, uh, share one car and our plan, our plan is to buy a new car, either a someday when we have babies and we don't want to like put a car seat because the back seat is kind of small. So it'd be hard to probably like put babies in and out. But someday when we have babies, which is going to be in a hot minute, right? Like it's not going to be today. It's going to be down the road. And then, or number two, if this car stops working or if this car gets to a point where we have to be putting a lot of money in it consistently. And this podcast episode isn't about leasing a car versus buying a car or a car loan or like what car to get or whatever. This podcast episode is about understanding what is a priority for you and making decisions on that only. I do not care about cars. I do not care about cars. If I had the option of driving an Audi or my Ford Focus, it really wouldn't be a difference for me. If I have, like I said, air conditioning, heat, and the radio, and a, and I will say a backup camera. I'm very reliant on the backup camera now. But if I have those things, I don't care what kind of car it is because the, it, it, they, it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't even know an, an Audi 
and I thought it was Audi, and now I learned it's Audi. I didn't even know that an Audi was a nice car until um, one of my really good friends just got one. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, that's great. Like, is that like a nice car? I don't know. And she's like, oh my gosh, like this is the dream car. So I don't even know. I didn't know because this isn't a priority for me. If Shay and I are walking down the street, walking the dogs, and he'll say, whoa, look at that car. I'll have to clarify which one he's talking about. I'm like, oh, this one? He's like, no, that one. Like, I don't know the difference. I don't care about cars. I'm not a car person. So therefore, I do not spend my money on nice cars. I don't spend my money buying the nicest car. And you've probably heard me say that my goal is, I've talked about this quite a bit. My goal is to be a millionaire by 27 years old, which is less than two years from now. And I'm on track for that goal. I'm on track for that goal. And so two years, I'm going to say when, right? When we're calling our big shot, when I hit that millionaire status, if my Ford Focus is still kicking it, I'll still be driving her. I will still be driving her. I, if she's running smoothly and we're not having to put a, a, you know, money in, into the car all the time, I will still be driving a Ford Focus. I love this car because to me, car type doesn't matter. And here's the mistake that I see so many people make. They base their purchases on what other people like and value instead of what they like and value themselves. They're buying these expensive, bougie, cool cars to impress their friends or the girl or the guy or the coworkers or whoever, right? They're, they're making these purchases and having these, you know, high car payments that are then a huge stressor in their life to impress other people when they don't even really care about the nice car. They didn't really care about the nice car. And this is what I want to talk about. And I want you to really think about because a lot of times we're groomed to do this, right? Like we are groomed to buy the things. We're groomed to buy the car, buy the really nice car. We're groomed, you know, you see the car commercials where it's like the the guy who's got it all together. He has a suit on. He has the briefcase. He's leaving work. He is, you know, crushing it, has the, you know, stereotype of being uber successful, gets in the nice car. You're like, oh, I want that, right? I want that. And, you know, maybe it's the, the Gucci handbag or the, I don't know, Birkin bag. I just learned that was a what that was again. But this is what I see. I see people who don't really care about the Gucci bag buying the Gucci bag or people who don't really care about the nice car buying the nice car. And this happened to me even like a year ago, I had some really big goals that I was really working toward. And my mentor said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go online and find a designer bag, like an expensive designer bag. So then when you hit that goal, you can buy the bag. So you're really motivated to, to hit the goal. And I was like, what? I don't, why would I do that? I I don't want a designer bag. And she's like, no, no, no. Like that is, that's your, that's your like end goal, right? Like that's, that's the thing that then will motivate you. I'm like, that doesn't motivate me. I don't care about designer bags. I just, 
I don't care about them. I'm not shitting on anyone else who does care about them, but for me, I don't. And so what do I care about? What do I care and, and value for my money to go to? Living in my dream apartment, right? Like I love paying more in rent to live in the apartment that we live in. I love it. I love paying to get my nails done or get my hair done. I love taking trips with my friends. I love, um, you know, going out to drinks with friends or, you know, I still love online shopping. I just don't really shop, you know, a lot with like designer stuff. And so my money goes to the things that I do care about and the things that I do value. And so often I will see clients or, or friends or, you know, people in the deeper the money community who say, oh, I'm so mad at myself. I am in, you know, $7,000 of credit card debt because I was impulsed buying, you know, these designer handbags, or I have an $800 car payment for a car that I didn't even really care about, but I, I just, it looked nice. And I thought I, you know, it would look cool to get a cool car. And so the outcome is that they're struggling to get ahead with money or they're, they're feeling behind because they have this debt for something that they don't value, for something that they don't care about. And remember, money isn't the end goal. Money is never the end goal, right? We talk about finances because finances are a vehicle to help us get the outcome we want, to help us get the outcome of financial freedom to help us get the outcome of being in a place in our life where we get to focus on all the things that we love and do whatever we love and do whatever we want, not depending on finances. Finances is not the end goal. And so it's so much more than the money. It's so much, um, you know, deeper than money, but it's so much more than that. And if you're buying things that you don't value, that then is putting you in a position where you don't have money for the things that you do value or in order to get ahead so you can create more money freedom and more time freedom, then that means the things that you don't value are the things causing you to not have the things that you actually do value. And it's a cycle. And we want to break out of that cycle. And and I also want to reiterate that I am by no means perfect in this category, Um, especially I can remember growing up like in high school, especially in high school and college. I kind of I don't want to say like found myself a little bit more, but got more comfortable in who I was and not who I was trying to be. But in high school, I mean, I would buy whatever I would spend my money on whatever I thought was cool. So if I saw people who I deemed as, you know, the cool kids buying this sort of bag or this sort of thing or this, I would have spent money on anything. I would have spent money on whatever it was to fit that image. And I, I struggled, right? I had nothing to show for the the money that I was making at that time from working because I was doing that. And again, spending is not bad, but I wasn't spending in alignment with the things that I valued. So here's what I want you to do. Make a list of 10 things that you love and value spending money on. 10 things that you love and value spending money on. Then I want you to make a list of things that you don't value spending money on. Because sometimes when we're really crystal clear on 
the things we do want to spend money on and time on and the things we don't, it makes it easier to make those decisions without feeling guilty of, well, all my friends bought brand new cars that are really nice. So I feel like I should, right? Or all my friends have these handbags. I feel like I should. And and we have to get clear on what that list looks like for us. And it's okay if it's different from your friend. It's okay if it's different from, you know, your whoever, the people you follow on Instagram. And I also want to point out that it's okay if a nice car and a, or a designer handbag, that's okay if that's on your list. Your list doesn't need to look like my list. You can get ahead with money if your list looks different than mine. But the problem is when you are buying things and spending your money not only on the things that you do value, but also on the things that you don't. Also on the things that you don't. So let's let's spend an alignment. Let's spend in alignment. So then when, you know, let's say the car payment hits or you're at, um, you know, the mall buying that, that thing that you love, you feel good about it instead of feeling this weight. Okay. That's the key. So make sure you're making that list and, and make sure you're checking in with yourself as you're making these purchases. Am I making this for me? and for future me and my future life and all the things that I want for me in the future? Or am I making this decision to impress other people who I think will, you know, like me more, respect me more, or, uh, you know, I'll fit in more if I do this. Okay. Check in with yourself this week to make sure you are spending alignment and loving yourself wealthy instead of trying to you know, create other people's lives. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Deeper the Money podcast, and I will see you back next week.